Welcome to the Wildly Aligned Podcast. This is episode number 95. If you want to succeed in both life and business, you must master your time, your money, and your mind. This is where you will learn how. Welcome to the Wildly Aligned Podcast. I'm your host, Master Certified Coach, Ilong Taras. Let's go. Hey, welcome to this week's episode. So we just got back from a two and a half week family trip to Europe, which was incredibly fun. And we spent just over a week in London, then traveled all the way to Disneyland Paris and spent a couple of days there and then headed into the heart of the city for another couple of days and then headed back home. Now we stayed at this amazing hotel in Paris with incredible views of the Eiffel Tower. And I must say, there is just something about Paris. Like, I believe that it's definitely something that you need to do at least once in your life. And even Disney. Like, although I don't think that I'll do it again, or at least not go to Disneyland Paris again, I do believe that even if you don't have kids, you should definitely treat yourself to this experience because it is out of this world. It's definitely an incredible experience to do as one of those bucket list items. Now, in the past, when I went on vacation, I would always take work with me. I would constantly think about work. I would constantly check in on things like emails. I would respond to my clients and any queries or or coaching or anything that they needed in the time, even though I was on a break. Although I would say that I was on a vacation, what was actually happening was I was still working. I basically just changed my office for a couple of weeks, right? The more important thing was, even though I could have left my laptop at home, and sometimes I did, the thing that I felt was really, really difficult and almost impossible for me was to actually switch off mentally from business. Even though I wasn't on my laptop and I was like on the beach with my kids, I would still be thinking about my business. It was this constant thing. Now, I do get it that when we're solo entrepreneurs and we're wearing all of the hats, it is difficult to switch off, right? Because you are the business. And most often, if you are not working, then the business isn't running. But what I have learned is that taking a break from business isn't automatically available to you or isn't automatically easier when you do have a team, as an example. Taking a break, switching off is really a mindset and a way of being and approaching your business. Because many of my clients have teams when they come to work with me and they still struggle to step back from their business. They have all the makings of the perfect business to scale and to do it in a way that doesn't require them to be hands-on 100% of the time, but they still feel like they need to be hands-on. They still feel like it's, it's not something that they can let go of. And this is why I say that it's really much much more of a decision, much more of a mindset that you have to get into before you can actually start finding the solutions and the creative ways in which you can create this for your business. And what I've noticed also is that sometimes these clients of mine have very capable teams. They have all the systems, all the processes. The business can run without them, but if they haven't made that mental shift, they haven't made the decision, they pretty much 
are control freaks in the business, right? They pretty much want to keep their their hands on everything and control everything. And it's really difficult for their team to then do what they have been hired to do. It's a very difficult situation for, for some entrepreneurs. Now, I know that there are many people who advocate for a four-day work week or a three-day work week or 15-hour work weeks, whatever you call it. Maybe you've seen this online or read it in books. There are many people or even like the World Health Organization that says you should only aim to work so many hours per week. And although there is some evidence to show that it's not good for us to always be working, My opinion on this matter is that there isn't really a magic number. There's no right amount of hours to work or not to work. And also, you can't wait all work equally. But I'm here to tell you that it's your business, right? It's your business and you have to decide what is right for you. I also think that what you decide in terms of how many hours you want to spend in your business or working on your business in your business, that's going to depend on what's going on in your life right? And what season you're finding yourself in, not just personally, but also in terms of your business. There's a couple of things that you're going to be taking into consideration when you decide what your time-rich business, as I like to call it, is going to look like, because for each of us, it's going to be different. And I think this is a really, really important thing to understand about this entire process and making it possible for you to build a business that can actually run without you. You want to consider things like, do you have kids? And if you do, how old are those kids? Because the situation is going to look very different for a new mom with a baby versus a mom who has kids that are getting ready to leave for college. Also, how much time you're willing to spend away from your kids if they are young. Like there are many women who don't want to put their kids in daycare or, you know, have a nanny. Just being aware of what your current situation is or the current circumstance is that you're that you're finding yourself in because i think that has a really big impact on the time that you have available just from circumstantial aspect like how much time you have available to spend on your business and also if you're like taking care of special needs kids that's an entirely different ball game if you have parents that are elderly and you're taking care of of those parents you know you really need to consider what is happening in terms of your personal life, before you decide how you want things to operate in terms of your business, because it's going to have to make sense for your specific circumstance. The other thing is also to consider where your business is at, because if you're just starting out, your business is less than a year old, the picture might look a lot different than someone who's been in business for 10 years and they have a team that's very well established. The biggest question you need to ask yourself in this process is what is an aligned business for you and what does it look like for you specifically? What other goals and dreams do you want to pursue that falls outside of business and where does your business fit into all of that? Because what I have found, there's no one size fits all answer to this. I think we've all heard term of work-life balance. We all crave that balance, but I am also very much aware of the fact that we are going to have periods of imbalance and that's totally normal. It becomes a problem when it's this indefinite or without intention kind of imbalance. That's when we miss out on so many incredible experience and opportunities in the other areas of our lives. Because 
there are so many parts of us. There's so many things that we can enjoy and do and experience that will enrich our lives. And that's going to help us to live, quote unquote, our best life. And it's not just about business. It's not just about one aspect of life. We want to live a full life and experience everything that there is to experience that. If your business is the bulk of that or a big part of that, nothing wrong with that, but just let it be intentional. Like I want you to, however time you're giving to your business, I want you to be intentional about it and not just because you're sort of caught up in this rat race of, oh, I need to chase that next goal, right? So over the last couple of years, I've been working very closely with women entrepreneurs. And one of the biggest things that I've seen that really drives me to do the work that I do in terms of my coaching is how little time they give themselves to rest and how unintentional they are as it relates to their time. And this is what I wanted to talk to you about. And the the reason why I mentioned my two and a half week vacation because of this, like I want you to be driven. I want you to achieve. I want you to have every single thing that you ever want to have for yourself, but I want you to be intentional and be conscious about how you get there and to do it in a way that is really aligned and doesn't drive you to burnout, right? Because something that I've learned that's very interesting was actually an article that was published by the Harvard Business Review. And they reported on this international study that was done on professionals and how much people work in general. And they actually said that the average person works a whopping 72-hour week. It included professionals and executives as well as business owners. And they polled basically the US and 36 other countries as well. This was a very broad study. Like a lot of people were included in the study. What was even more fascinating is that they found that from this group of people that they did the survey on, they only have, these people only have about three hours a day that they use for what they called discretionary time. So for things like exercise, eating, running errands, things like that. The people that often come to me for coaching, they are all averaging above 50 hour work weeks. And Again, there is no right or wrong in this, but it's really just questioning, do you want to work 50 hours a week or 72 hours a week, as in this example of this Harvard Business Review report? The entire reason why my business exists is because I want to give women the option. Right? I want you to feel like you can switch off if you want to. Like Even if you decide to work a 72-hour work week and that's not a problem for you and it fits into the season of life that you're in currently and there's like period of imbalance, I want you to build something that gives you the flexibility of choice, right? So that you are not forced to work because you have to, but rather work because you want to. This is the, the heart of this message today. Like I want you to be able to switch off 100% from your business and have your attention 100% at the thing that's in front of you. Because I don't want you to, if you're at your kid's graduation or at the beach playing with your toddler, right? I don't want you to be worrying about emails, worrying about whether stuff is getting done according to your standard. We've all heard that rest is important, that 
rest is a crucial part of how we develop cognitively and how we feel like our bodies. There's so much proof that rest is crucial. And one of the biggest things that rest and taking a break helps us to do is to reboot our minds. Taking a break actually helps your brain to problem solve. So have you ever, as an example, tried to fill in a word puzzle or remember someone's name and you just couldn't do it? Like it was just impossible for you to figure it out. You couldn't remember the name. And as soon as you actually let it go, like took a break from trying to solve the problem, it just came to you, like you figured it out. And that is the power in taking a break. Something else that was really interesting to me as I was like doing research for this episode was what's called the default mode network in your brain. And this is basically regions in your brain that get more active when you aren't focused on processing information and how important it is for us to get those areas activated just as part of our normal brain health. It's important for us to focus because, yes, that gives us the results that we want and it activates certain areas within the brain that's important. But not focusing on something, doing mindless tasks is just as important because it's activating other areas of the brain that will not get activated if you're constantly thinking, constantly processing information. And what's really fascinating is when I think about mindless activities, I would think of just laying in front of Netflix and just binging a show. But what this study proved was that if you're just laying down and watching Netflix, your brain is still processing information. So when they talk about mindless activities, it's things like meditation or going for a walk and like literally just staring into space. <laughs> it's super important because we need to give our brain that break so that we can process information and give our brain the opportunity to find solutions. This has been so evident in my own life. As soon as I realize that I am overanalyzing a problem, I'm overthinking about something, as soon as I just take a break and walk away from it, I often find the solution. I often find the thing that you know I needed the answer to. I think it's very important for us to to really give your brain that opportunity to just rest and reboot itself, replenish itself. The other obvious thing is resting your body. If you're resting your body, there are so many health benefits. We know how important sleep is. And yet so many of us struggle sleeping because our brains are just so busy and just overthinking and overanalyzing and just completely overwhelmed with everything that's going on. One of the big things I think is also important in this process of allowing yourself to rest and to replenish is it's not just for you, although that's a really important piece of it, right? But it's also for your team and your business to actually give your team the chance to shine, to actually allow them to step into their roles 100% and fully and like be there and do the things that they are capable of doing. And also to allow your business to shine. And I'm telling you, there is nothing that feels as good as knowing that I can be wherever it is that I am in the moment and that I don't need to worry about checking my emails, doing social media, coaching my clients. I could, at, on this vacation, I could just be with my family without interruption. I could be there 100% because I knew 
but the things were still happening in my business just like they would if I was there. Now, there's nothing worse than having to work until you are forced to take a break. And this is how most entrepreneurs do this. This is how most of the women that come to me for help do this. That like they work until they need to take a break, until things crack. But I want to offer you today is to be intentional with your rest, intentional with taking breaks from your business and doing it before you actually need to do it. I'm going to share a couple of steps with you that you can take, but I also want to include some examples of what I did in my business that allowed me to take a proper break from it so that you can see how it would play out in the real world. So the first thing is to think like a business owner. Now, I say to you that it's really important for us to look at our mindset around taking a break from business. For so many of us, we're so used to being workhorses and just being driven and going for it all the time. So just really checking in with yourself and questioning those beliefs around working and time and like being the owner of your business. But for me specifically, how this showed up is in the past, I would just move coaching calls. I would just move things out and just say, okay, I'm going, I'm going on a break. So I'm just not going to like coach anybody or I'm just not going to be available in my business during that time. However, now that I've stepped into that mindset of being the business owner more and more, instead of asking, how am I going to do this? Or like, I'm, I have to move this to a later date. Now I'm asking who is going to do this? Like if I can't do it, then who is going to do it, right? And so the who can definitely also include automated systems. But in my example or in, in my case, I still wanted my clients to get the coaching they needed, specifically in my weekly membership group coaching call. And so what I did was I asked the question, like how would a business owner approach this? Like what would someone that, is a business owner, how would they solve for this? They wouldn't just not have the call, right? So what I did was I got another incredible coach in and asked her to coach my clients on the week that um, I wasn't there, right? So that's the first step is to think like a business owner. So if you are creating this plan for yourself and your business and taking a break and being able to just step back from your business, the first thing that you need to do is to start thinking like a business owner would. So how would a business owner solve for this problem of you not being here? The second step is to plan, like to really plan ahead of time. Now, I do know that sometimes life is going to happen. Sometimes you're going to be sick. Sometimes you really just cannot work. And I do suggest that you also have a plan for those times in your business because it's just, you know, strategic to do that. But in this case, I'm talking about planning ahead of time to go on vacation, planning ahead of time to take an intentional break from your business, right? So what I did is I just literally planned everything in advance. I knew exactly when I was going away. I knew exactly what needed to happen that, during the time that I wasn't going to be there. And I could plan ahead of time and make sure that everything was in place for the time that I wasn't going to be in the business. The third step is to have your systems and processes set up. And I think this is the thing that trips the most people up because having systems and processes doesn't sound like this sexy thing, right? But 
until you actually have it and you're like, oh my word, I don't actually need to reinvent the wheel a hundred times a week. It's done once and it's done well. And then, you know, someone else can just take over from me or the system is automated. Like there's a, there's a very precise way in which things happen in the business and it creates so much freedom and it just frees up your mind and it helps with overwhelm. <laughs> so what I did was I knew that I wasn't going to be available for things like social media and answering emails. So I had systems and processes set up for what would happen if someone was to email in and ask a question or have a problem. Like there was systems and processes for everything that I could think about that could go wrong in the business while I wasn't there, right? Like how would we deal with that if that were to happen? I would also, I also batched content. So I know that things, I knew that things were created ahead of time. And what's nice about my business is that 90% of it can be automated, right? So that's what I did. In your case, it, it might not be possible for you to automate everything. And that's not a problem. It's just really getting creative and just really getting honest in terms of what the systems and processes are that's needed so that the business can run without you. And I think this is probably the hardest part as well, like one of the hardest parts. I think the, the next step is just as hard for many people. But one of the hardest things is setting up those systems and processes because we so often think that we are the only ones that can do that, right? If I think about my coaching business, like having the, like even the idea of another coach coaching my clients would like two years ago would have sounded crazy to me because what do you mean? I am the coach, right? But I've evolved so much in the time that I've had this business and, you know, worked on myself that I know that coaching is coaching. And yes, I know my people come to me, but there's a, there's a way in which I coach. There's a way in which I do things and that can be transferred to someone else. It's totally possible. So I would really just question, where is that coming from? If you have this belief of like, no one else can do it as well as I can do it, because that is something that you need to question for yourself. Number four is to delegate, to actually take the things that you can't automate and delegate that. In my case, I delegated it to my amazing assistant and I delegated to one of my colleagues so that she could coach my clients, right? So just look at the things that need to happen in your business while you're going to be away and ask yourself, who can do this? Who can I give this to? Who can I delegate to? And what systems and processes can I set up for this person so that it's seamless, so that it's easy for me to delegate the task and for them to actually go and implement it? And then lastly is to taste, to run a taste ahead of time. So if you know you are planning on doing a four-week vacation or a two-week vacation sometime in the future, you want to actually run a taste ahead of time with your systems and your processes, with your plan, with all of these things, so that you can test whether it works or not while you are there. So I always tell my clients, like, if you're planning on going away, run a test for a week where you are not in the business, but you're close by. Like if you needed to check in or, you know, pop in because something broke that you're available for that, right? But just to actually give your team, your business, yourself, the chance to see how it would be if you aren't there. Now, I do also want to add this little caveat, right? I love working. I love what I do in my business and I cannot see myself 
riding off into the sunset to go and live the van life. (laughs) I love working with women entrepreneurs. And I'm pretty sure that many of you listening are like, but Ilonga, I do want to work. I love working. Like I don't want to not be in my business. This is not the message that I am advocating for, right? I want you to work as much as you want to work and that you love working and that's fine. But I also believe in rest and I also believe in the power of giving ourselves choice, a choice in do we actively want to be a part of our business or not? Because even if you're not just thinking, like even if vacations happen and you plan for them and it's amazing, like we all know that life can happen, right? We all know that sometimes things out of our control happens and we cannot work. And so what I want to offer you is the option, the option to be there or to be elsewhere. And I do believe in periods of hard work. I do believe that there is nothing better than hitting your pillow at the end of the night, knowing that you did a lot of good work because it feels amazing. And for so many of the women that I work with, their business isn't just work. It's really a calling. It feels like this is the thing that I'm called to do and this is how I'm making my impact in and on the world. But the power of choice is what I want you to have. I want you to know that your business will be perfectly fine, even if you're not there for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, right? So that's what this is all about. Now, I have created a free resource called the Three Decisions Audio Series, and it's basically three key decisions that you have to make if you want to build a business that gives you the time freedom to live more of your life. And you can download it in the show notes. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I will chat to you again next week.